The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is February 21st, 2017. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. My co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Gary, and as always, it's great to be with you. Well, I appreciate that, Bill. Bill, we had a pretty good show last week, didn't we? Outstanding. Now, we had actually... Captain David Saunders, National Commander for the American Military Veterans Foundation, Inc. Their mission is to expedite and assist in rehabilitation of veterans by maintaining employment services, sponsoring educational opportunities, financial assistance due to undue hardship, housing, recreation, personal problems, hospitalization, and veterans' benefits to act as a liaison uh, agent between the veteran and the government. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. I don't think he left anything out of there, did he? No, uh, quite <laughs> comprehensive to Gary. <laughs> All right. Now, Bill, you have a couple uh, news articles for us this morning. Well, we do, uh, Gary, and we've been talking uh, uh, for a while about the uh, movie Hacksaw Ridge that's produced by uh, Mel Gibson. Well, tonight, uh, you can get a uh, preview of that on uh, Veterans Today, and you can go to VeteransToday.com and pick it up. Now, this movie, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, is the, the incredible story of Desmond Doss. Desmond uh, was a, uh, uh, on active duty during World War II. He was a conscientious objector who refused to carry a gun and who dragged 75 men off an active battlefield on Okinawa, rope-winching each of them down a cliff to awaiting medics. For this, he was awarded the Medal of Honor. He was awarded that honor by then uh, President Harry Truman. So this is an amazing story here. Uh, uh, involving courageous acts, and it deserved uh, uh, special recognition because he was just doing his duty, so he never had any interest in promoting his story to the general public. But uh, Mel Gibson became aware of him, and he thought that that was something that he wanted to do. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be on tonight. Uh, Desmond... Uh, is uh, eighty plus years young now, and uh, we can see that uh, that story uh, tonight 
from 6 uh, to 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Veterans Today. All right, so that's going to actually be on TV. It's not going to be in the show houses? Well, it's, uh, you know, on the Internet. You a- access it from the Internet, okay. and uh, it's a, it's a two-hour um, show, uh, movie, and you'll be able to see it. All right, that sounds great. All right, and... and- and 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 uh, very quickly, we have another one of those stories where a veteran is out walking the country to bring about awareness to post-traumatic stress and suicides in the veteran community. Eli Smith, uh, who's originally from Ohio, is on a mission to hike thirteen thousand miles across the country. And he wants to get into every corner of the United States. And uh, Eli started out uh, 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 just recently from Pensacola, Florida, uh, moving uh, uh, over towards uh, New Mexico and California. Gary, Eli is going to spend three years in this objective that he set out uh, to walk to raise money and to create uh, awareness of, uh, of what's going on. So uh, we, we, we really, we really uh, have to uh, continue to, to stay abreast of what he's doing. You recall we had uh, a couple other gentlemen from uh, Wisconsin who right. uh, uh, walked, and uh, I think this is catching on, and it's, some, it's a good way to promote uh, the issue of post-traumatic stress and especially suicides. Right, and those guys walked from Milwaukee to L.A. And I'll tell you, that's a walk. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So we wish we wish Eli the best. In oh his yes, three-year trek. Good luck, Eli. All right, now let's get on with our show. Bill, you have the honor of introducing our special guest, uh, Taryn. And it is indeed an honor, Gary, to uh, introduce Taryn Davis. Taryn is the founder and executive director for American Widow Project. Taryn's passion and work with the American Widow Project has been featured in such places as the Today Show, National Public Radio, People, and PBS. It's also led to her receiving such accolades as Top 10 CNN Hero, one of uh, Newsweek's 150 women who shake the world, L'Oreal's National Women of Worth, and DVF People's Voice Award recipient. Taryn uh, shared her story on the stage for Forbes, and Gary, that's the magazine, not me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> General Electric, Morgan Stanley, TEDx, and more. Taryn's husband, Corporal Michael Davis, had been killed in Baghdad, Iraq, and following his death, Taryn created the American Widow Product Project to provide vital empowerment and peer-based resources to our nation's military widows and widowers. Taryn, welcome to the American Hero. Hello, y'all. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Tara. 
You know, Tara, you're a very strong young lady. Once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the American Heroes Network. Now, tell us some of the peer-based resources you offer military widows and widowers. I was uh, 21 when Michael was killed in Baghdad, Iraq, and I felt like the only young military widow. The resources that the military had given me in this huge handbook after Michael's death led me to websites with women that were in their late 80s to early 90s, and that was not the image um, that I could connect to. So I basically created an organization that saw that there was, I mean, the average age of a service member killed during Iraq and Afghanistan was 26. 51% of those serving were married. So um, it was a huge population of very young women like myself, but there wasn't a place out there for them to connect. And I created the AWP as um, kind of a platform for them to meet these women face-to-face, to obviously uh, share the, the stories that they had of their spouses, but more importantly, to create a place where they could envision living a life, not only carrying on their legacy, but creating a legacy of their own. Um, you know, uh, as far as as far as a lot of things that you do, as far as resources, um, can you give us a small list of uh, how you keep these, uh, I guess, members together? You know, for myself, at mm-hmm. such a young age, um, being in a conference room, singing Kumbaya or sharing sad stories was a lesson that I wanted to do. I knew that the only way that I could learn to live again was um, to do things that pushed me outside of my physical comfort zone. So some of the first events we ever did to bring these women together were skydiving with the U.S. Army's Golden Knights, swimming with dolphins, whitewater rafting, rebuilding homes in New Orleans. And they're very tactile, very experiential-based um, retreats that are totally free of charge for them. And they take them outside of their little grief bubble and put them into a world where they see the possibility um, of life after death. Uh, we also launched another program called Widow U that focuses on their education as far as going back to school or overcoming emotional obstacles that might come forward 5, 10, 15 years down the road. Um, and learning how to open your own business. And uh, yeah, we're 10 years strong this year and um, have been honored enough to serve over 2,000 widows and widowers and have held, I guess, a little bit over 115 retreats totally free of charge for these women. Wow. You know, again, uh, it's, it's rare to f- see somebody as far as these organizations go that are aware of these retreats. You know, their uh, retreats are unbelievable, the amount of them that are available to veterans and their families. Uh, whether, you know, if you're, if you're uh, a spouse, uh, you can still attend those, uh, go to those retreats. Which, what, which ones do you go to? Personally, which ones? I led yeah. the retreats for about uh, eight years, so I did every single one. Um, All right. Where I kind of passed the baton on to another widow who actually came in first as an attendee and then a volunteer and eventually now, um, you know, is our program director. Um, you know, I think there are definitely a, a lot of options for veterans and their families as far as retreats go, and I think what makes the American Widow Project different is that Anybody can give someone a vacation or a relaxation-based weekend. Um, 
But we really um, ask these women to do some self-inquiry, to look at their grief and the patterns um, that have put them in a place where they feel like they're stuck and giving them solutions that once they leave the retreat, there's a sustainability in their emotions that they can um, handle themselves. All right. We're going to continue on with Sarah, but before we do that, we're going to go to a break. But I want to inform everyone that we're going to be adding another section to our website very soon. This new section will inform our listeners and donors of premier grassroots organizations that are truly making a difference helping our veterans and military families. We'll be helping to promote grassroots events throughout the year. Bill, do you remember suitingwarriors.org? They're having an event this coming Friday. Do you remember them? Bill? Okay, I hope we didn't lose yes, him. Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Out of Wilmington, Delaware. I remember those guys. Uh, it's a husband and wife team. That's correct. Their mission is to support and empower veterans in their transition to the civilian workforce by providing them with professional business attire essential for competing in today's job market. Actually, on February 24th, which is this coming Friday, at 8.30 to 12, they're having an event called Bridging the Gap. This will be a joint base, McGuire, Dix, Lakehurst, in Trenton, New Jersey. The cost is free. Learn more about them by going to suiting warriors.org. They're currently serving the Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York City, D.C., and North Virginia, and they will be expanding to support uh, with your support. They're a great organization. Be sure to check them out. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Taryn Davis <laughs> from the American Widow Project. And, Bill, you had a question. Yes, Taryn. I, uh, you know, I often think about. <sighs> 
in these recent deployments that we've uh, had. When I say recent, I'm uh, I'm, I'm talking about uh, uh, the Gulf up to Iraq and Afghanistan, and the great majority of our serving men and women, uh, uh, you know, have been coming from the reserves and National Guard. And, uh, you know, a great majority of them uh, were living very successful and productive lives, raising a family and uh, off to war, and then, uh, you know, uh, things uh, occur, whether that's uh, a death or a serious injury or some kind of situation comes up to change that whole situation around, and it has a fracturing effect on on the family. I noticed in the mission uh, there was a, uh, a phrase there that says, uh, you employ uh, the tangible tools to rebuild life. Can you give our listening audience some examples and situations where those tangible tools are necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was pretty easy for me to start this nonprofit simply because I, I really was just creating what what I needed. And uh, I think the tangible tools that we really try to give these women, um, besides the emotional support, which I believe is probably the most important. Um, you know, is is that ability to to know not only um, what resources and benefits are available to them, um, but how to utilize them in a way where they don't um, feel stuck. So, like I said, our Widow You program you know, was one of my favorite kind of side programs within the American Widow Project because they initially reached out to us because they were in an emotional hole in a dark place and they needed to connect and see other women um, and men who were going through similar situations, but after having that introduction, you know, they kind of came back to us and said, okay, now what do I do? You know, what, how do I um, go back to school or how do I start a business or um, how do I like, get my health back on track? And so the Widow You program really uh, focused on that. And it was like a, a normal retreat, but they would come together. Most of them were hosted out of where I live here in Austin, Texas, and we introduced them to other women that um, had already gone through, other widows who had successfully opened their own business or gone back to get their doctorate and really gave them um, all of the tools and knowledge they needed to be successful in their own personal endeavors. So I think that's probably what I meant by tangible tools. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we're we're always um, kind of changing it around, um, and, you know, as of right now, we're actually serving more non-combat widows than combat, and so that has a whole a slew of different um, things that we're facing as well, and, and we're always kind of catering to the needs of those we're serving. Well, you know, uh, that that is so important because, uh, uh, you know, all kinds of conditions uh, come about. You know, I personally have been concerned uh, where uh, in these uh, uh, deployments that uh, our uh, men and women have been exposed to, they've been husbands and wives. And then, you know, I think about the children, and especially in the situation here where a serving spouse uh, is killed in action, that that's something, an added concern where this has got a long road to go in terms of how that impacts 
uh, upon, uh, you know, raising kids. Tell us a little bit further expanding and rebuilding with kids now involved in all of the other uh, responsibilities that now that impacts upon the, uh, the surviving spouse. Yes. You know, there's so many amazing programs out there. Um, Snowball Express is one of them where they um, give kids an opportunity to just throw all their cares aside and have fun. And at most of the programs that are available through other nonprofits, it's usually a time of taking the kids away and, you know, having them interact with other kids and then the moms or the dads will go off and, and do whatever they want to do. And, um, you know, for us, we, we saw that there was a disconnect there. You know, the kids who would either come back to the parents and um, not feel like they could actually share what they had gone through um, and vice versa. So, you know, we launched a program a couple of years ago where the parents would come with one of their children, um, usually like separated it by ages. And it was around the kids being able to share with the parents their struggles, but also giving the kids an opportunity to hear the struggles of the parents. And... Um, you know, it, it's a lot more difficult than it sounds, but, um, you know, we did like a show and tell and these kids would bring an item and, and share with the mom or dad um, during a little date night where we kind of had them all kind of secluded one-on-one. You know, things that had been really difficult for them or things that were special to them that maybe they felt like their mother or father didn't know. And then, you know, gave the parents the opportunity to kind of share with the kids. You know, I, I know I never say this, but, you know, I have a hard time too. And, you know, there's such a, um, I think, uh, this a feeling with the parents that they have to put on this strong um, kind of image to their children that everything's okay. But, you know, children are so intelligent and they're so intuitive and they can feel when mom, you know, probably is lying <laughs> because, you know, she cried all night. And so it... Um, it's been a really amazing program. We only do about one or two of those with the children per year, and the rest are solely for the widows. But um, it's been pretty amazing as far as just creating a bond and openness with the child and the parent as far as the emotions and the difficulties that they face. And it's not something where one feels like they can't share with the other because they have to be strong, um, quote, end quote, I guess I should say on that. So... That's one of um, the programs that, you know, we've been doing with the children and the parents that we've found to be pretty successful. Well, you know, Taryn, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned Snowball Express and Gary, if I remember correctly, we've had them as a guest yes, on have. the show. And, uh, you know, from what, what we heard, they do an outstanding job there with, the, with their program. And that's, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, and, and you know what this also leads to that we've been finding a lot in uh, in our programs and our guests that we have that networking is so important at any phase of uh, uh, help and assistance in the veterans community, and especially with what you're doing with the Widows Project. I would imagine networking is also uh, important to you, and I'm thinking like. You know, uh, one organization comes to mind, and I'm just wondering if you've had any interaction with them, is the Gold Star Families of America. The Gold Star Wives, yes. They're oh, a yes. one six. So most of what their focus is on is um, working on 
um, you know, legislative benefits. Um, and, I mean, they're one of the huge reasons that, you know, now military widows and widowers get a much larger sum after the death of their spouse. I think it was, you know, I think back in Vietnam, and I could totally be wrong on this, after the death of the spouse, I think it was like somewhere around like 7,000 or, or, I don't know, 20,000 after their death. Um, and they did a lot of work, and, you know, if a spouse lost um, their husband or wife in Iraq or Afghanistan, you know, it was the Gold Star Wives that made sure that these women were getting a much larger amount that, you know, took in consideration, you know, all of the, um, you know, I think obstacles that they were probably going to face. So, I mean, of course, we have a lot of widows that come to our program that are part of Gold Star Wives. Um, but in all actuality, you know, at 21, when I started this nonprofit, I don't think a lot of people took it seriously. And the main reason I think any widows heard about us um, was through media. You know, I mean, we've had, I think, every national media outlet cover a story on us. Um, and in all honesty, I don't know why. It was just me running it, and I would get a call from New York Times or L.A you know, times, and they're like, hey, can we do a piece? And every time they did a piece, I had a hundred more widows reach out to me. So the, the I would say the best networking tool we ever had um, has been, you know, national media. Well, that that's amazing, Taryn, because, you know, again, one of my, my thoughts about the veteran community in general is that the greatest void in our community is a, a a void of information. How to navigate the system? Uh, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. And getting information and being able to be a source of information is so important to the community or that segment of the veterans community that you're serving. It is, and I'm not going to lie. It can be very disempowering when you do try to navigate, at least, you know, the VA and a lot of the outlets that I was given, you know, when my husband was killed because it kind of felt like a rat race. I can't tell you how many people have reached out and then they ask me, you know, hey, how do I do this or how do I do that? And it's nowhere within our programming, but I at least, um, you know, try to put them in contact with an organization or entity that I know will help them. And I do hope people do know that I think one of the best programs the military has um, instituted recently is Survivor Outreach Services, which is located on nearly every Army base but serves all branches. And it it was created because they understood that, um, you know, widows and family members and parents and siblings were getting lost in trying to navigate um, what benefits were available to them or what they needed to do to get all of their spouses or child's um, belongings back. I mean, it kind of is a huge long list, but Survivor Outreach Services is um, a program that I found to be very reliable within the military that was created specifically for family members of all in service members and, um, you know, the widow is ever asking me, you know, am I getting this benefit correctly? Um, I know that that's, you know, the contact that I need to send them to. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're our guest, Taryn Davis from the American Widow Project. Taryn, tell us, there was a process you had to go through. Why don't you walk us through that uh, because if there's uh, you know more out there more widower or widows uh, out there they'll know the steps mm-hmm. you know when, when Michael was killed um, I would find out about it 10 hours later I was at my parents house for dinner and my neighbor called and asked me to come home and when I asked him why he just said that there were some people there that needed to talk to me and when I asked him who those people were, and he said, I can't tell you, you know, I think I had a feeling in my stomach, but I'd almost been told over and over again um, in pre-deployment meetings that you know, there, there was a very small likelihood that anything would happen to my husband. So when I drove home that night um, with my mom, um, and I found the two men there waiting, it, it was very surreal, and I think... I, I'm being dead honest when I say this, but I remember seeing the two men wearing the same uniform that I had just married my husband in a year and a half before, and I, I thought, what happened on Top Gun? You know, like, what did Goose's wife do? Because I just, I wasn't prepared, and I didn't really think that it was real, and I remember thinking as I walked up to my house, thinking, should I go inside the house so they shouldn't? So they can knock on the door, but instead I, I sat on the patio chair and I, I watched them walk up to me shaking. And um, you know, the only thing that I would say is similar to what you see in movies is they do say the Secretary of Defense regrets to inform you. And you know, from that point on, um, you know, I remember falling asleep for an hour or two and waking up and thinking that it was all a dream. And um, you know, you're usually assigned the next day, especially when it's active duty death, a casualty assistance officer that hands you a binder entitled The Days Ahead that literally has 
photo options of your coffins and urn choices. And, um, you know, at 21, (laughs) you know, it it was unfathomable, you know, and, uh, you know, you, you learn the whole process that it takes about 10 to 12 days for your spouse's body to return home. Um, and you get a manila envelope of all of the belongings that they had on them. And I think, I guess, two weeks after his death, we finally had the funeral. And had a huge outpouring, you know, Patriot Guard writers. Uh, there's just the most amazing group. I think over two or three hundred of them were there at Michael's funeral. And um, after the funeral, he, I remember going back to my house and wanting to believe that the world would just stop turning, but it doesn't. And, you know, the casualty assistance officers are going to vary. They usually go through a very small amount of training, um, and they're usually there just to help you get all of their belongings back home and explain um, what benefits. And then after that, I mean, at least in my case, um, after a month, um, I really kind of was just there on my own to figure everything out. And... I've never felt so alone in my life. Uh, That's when I really was reaching out to all those resources in that binder, and I saw that there was kind of a gap for such young women like myself. And, um, you know, I'd like to say that that whole quote of, you know, things get easier with time, at least in the beginning of that first year, it didn't. And so, you know, I started the American Winter Project right on the four- or five-month point of Michael's death because I was just at a rock you know, bottom. Um, but yeah, it's not a pretty <laughs> process. And, um, you know, with all of the widows that we're serving now due to suicide, I mean, I'm sure you can imagine that it's even worse process. You know, it's usually their children finding their dad's body and us, you know, navigating the emotional aspects of that for those women. So it's not a pretty process, but it's one that I think people should know. Um, because um, I didn't know it, and I was shocked when it when, when it happened, and I really wish someone had told me, you know, that, uh, you know, right after the funeral, you're kind of, the food stops coming, and people don't want to talk about the, the death part anymore, and they kind of expect you to move on with your life, and uh, at the American Winter Project, we help these women move on, but we let them define what moving on is to them as an individual, because it really does vary for each person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Strong young lady. That's all I have to say. I couldn't even comprehend. But how do, do you have a blog on your site? Can, can people come in and blog on your website? Yes. Um, I think we probably have four or 500 individual stories that widows have um, and widowers have sent us. And uh, there are stories ranging from how they were notified to learning how to date again to telling their children um, about death. We really um, haven't put any kind of, you know, blocks on on what topics they can write on. So when you go to the website, you can click under the story section. And, um, you know, like I said, there really is no cookie-cutter way to grieve and to understand loss and to understand the process that you'll go through if you if you do lose a spouse. And that section, that blog, um, is really there to show women that there's no right or wrong way to go through 
their loss and to actually be empowered by these women. You know, for me, when my husband died, I thought that I had gone through the worst situation and nobody would understand the depth of my pain and nobody would understand what it was like to lose a husband to an IED in Iraq. And then I met another widow and I heard her story and she gave me a perspective that, um, you know, allowed me to step outside of my own pain and be like, okay. And she's still walking and she's still breathing and she went through that so I can do that too. Phenomenal. Unbelievable. Bill? Well, Taryn, uh, you know, as I listen to you uh, and with the, uh, the, uh, the, the group that uh, you have in working with these women, uh, I would imagine that uh, it, those who've been through this process can be very helpful to others that, uh, you know, that it comes about. And I'm talking up about peer-to-peer counseling. I know I do work uh, with a group of uh, Vietnam veterans uh, in, uh, with, at the Vet Center, uh, which is uh, uh, readjustment counseling. And there's so much, I think, uh, that makes this situation, uh, you know, it doesn't take it away, but it, it, it's, it's a, a much better setting to be able to talk to someone that have had the, the same experience that you're going through. So tell us a little bit about uh, uh, how peer-to-peer counseling works with the American uh, Widow Project. You know, when we do our retreats, um, we cap them at about 12 participants, which means we usually have a waiting list for each retreat. But because we have such a small group, uh, we can get to know each one of these women and their story and their needs. So if we have a woman reach out to us and her husband committed suicide four months ago, then we'll know that, um, you know, one of the other women who signed up is six years out and lost her husband in the same fashion. And we'll make sure and room them together. Of course, during the weekend, they have lots of time to sit and kind of find these little, you know, um, similarities out on their own. But that's one of the beautiful things that we are able to do with having um, such small retreats is kind of like being a little concierge, you know, as far as, you know, if a woman reaches out to us and she's like, you know, it's been two years and I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'd like to date again. Then we might rumor with a widow who is 10 years out and has found love again. And, um, you know, at least during you know, the quiet times of the weekend when they're lying down in bed, you know, they can talk to each other and, um, you know, hear other people's stories. But, you know, the beautiful thing I think about all the retreats is we never separate, you know, we won't make it an all-suicide widow retreat or an all-combat, you know, widow retreat. We like to have a mix because it is important for, you know, those who lost their husband, you know, not over in Iraq but here in the United States to see that their spouse is just as much of a hero and that their grief and their pain is understood and acknowledged at the same level, at least within, you know, our organization. And um, for me, that's as peer-to-peer as it gets, is, um, you know, not having kind of boundaries and borders created by their type of loss, but um, bringing them all together. Well, Taryn, also, I, 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 it, it got my attention also with some of the events that you have scheduled uh, in supporting that rebuilding the lives. And I think you may have talked about uh, briefly earlier in the show uh, tranquility. I, I understand that, and 
exploring uh, Pigeon Forge, uh, and I, I guess uh, being in a relaxed mode. But then, then I saw one here with uh, you guys taking over Charlotte. Uh, you getting out there in those fast cars and driving? <laughs> we really, we do it all, you know. I, like I said, you know, they, they can come to Newport Beach, California, and do sound gong baths and yoga and um, a lot of self-inquiry writing sessions. And then for another one, they could, you know, go whitewater rafting with us in Colorado. Um, you know, I think one of our most uh, popular ones are our Give Back Getaways, where these women, you know, like I said, we've done a lot of rebuilding in New Orleans um, of homes and with different organizations, um, you know, even here in Texas, graffiti removal, helping foster families, and for these women um, to take themselves outside of their own pain and try to alleviate it for another is such an amazing thing. So, you know, I think we understand that everybody's at their own different stage, and for other people, you know, they need quiet, and for others, they need loud, and, you know, we kind of, you know, cover the whole gamut. Do you find that uh, 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 the women uh, that uh, now widows they they have this sense of of service and wanting to help out in any way that they possibly can? Is it, and and that being a part of their recovery also? I think if you give them that opportunity, most definitely, you know, and that's why we we added the give backs into our. Um, types of retreats, you know, there's so many retreats out there, they're just, come, relax, come, have fun, and um, we actually find that, like I said, you know, altruism is um, such an amazing and potent um, healer for these women, and, you know, I think for a lot of the women, you know, we we have a lot of widows that come to our retreats and they want to come back, and a lot of times they want to come back, not to tell these women how to live their lives, but to just be living proof that, you know, they're in a good place and that these women can be there too one day. Wow. Now, Taryn, what about the percentage of widowers uh, that that are affiliated with your organization? Very, very, very few. You know, we've um, probably only had widowers attend uh, three different retreats, and um, I would say I've only had about seven over the past 10 years actually reach out to me. Obviously, you know, there are fewer women serving than men, and that's a, uh, one big reason why, you know, there aren't as many widowers. But I think, too, you know, the, I mean, I remember one widower who came to a retreat. He was like, you know, I'm a man. And for us men, I can't sit in a bar and have a beer and cry about my life, <laughs> you know. And so when he actually came to the retreat, he was probably more emotional than any of the women simply because he had never felt safe to just let loose and let his emotions go um, without judgment. And so, um, you know, when we do have a widower that wants to attend, you know, we're always so happy and so honored. Um, but there have been very, very, very few over the past 10 years. And I think, you know, that one widower I was just mentioning, you know, said it perfectly is that sometimes, you just feel like, as a man, you're not supposed to express your emotions and your pains and your angst. You're supposed to kind of just hold it all in. And, um, you know, we've found, I mean, holding in, and for me personally, I mean, it doesn't really do much good. And so, um, 
And we know we always help, I mean, hope that more widowers reach out, but uh, who knows? I hope one, one day a widower starts a nonprofit, <laughs> who knows, the American Widower Project, you know, that um, makes those men feel safe um, to come out and, and to share their hardships and um, also like, their moments of perseverance. Mm-hmm. All right. And what's your URL? It's AmericanWidowProject.org. All right. Well, we'll be right back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel. And we'll see you when we get back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Taryn Davis from the American Widow Project. Taryn, I, I just have a quick uh, question for you. On that process that you went through uh, after this uh, uh, tragic incident occurred, do you receive any type of government help? Yes. And I think that'll probably vary by if the spouse was active duty or killed in action or not. But at least um, I do know that, you know, for those who were killed, active duty, um, you know, they usually receive a monthly benefit uh, called a survivor benefit plan that our spouses paid into while they were serving. Um, it's around, I would say, about $1,000 a month, um, which, you know, for some might be a lot, for some might be a little. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of other benefits that the widows are eligible for, um, depending on their circumstances, you know, uh, the FRI bill and the GI bill to cover uh, them going to school. And then, of course, there are a lot of other nonprofits out there that help compensate for the benefits that the military doesn't cover 
that will help these women, um, you know, continue their education. Um, you know, they, they do have some benefits with TRICARE as well. I think they we lose dental after three years. Um, and then, you know, if these women ever do decide to get remarried, they, they do lose all of their benefits as well. Um, but, I mean, there's definitely some help that is available to them um, financially. All right. Bill? Well, Taryn, just following on uh, with what you just said, uh, I, I know uh, the, the emphasis has been on uh, uh, the uh, widows who uh, became widows as a result of their uh, spouses being killed in action. Uh, but what about those individuals who may have been uh, seriously injured uh, in some way or, or maybe as a result of service they passed away after they came uh, back home? Do you have many of those uh, folks participating in the program? We have a ton of those. You know, we've had widows that were caretakers to their spouses um, yeah. after injuries. I mean, in all honesty, we have a lot of um, Vietnam widows reaching out to us and widows from all other um, conflicts where their spouses maybe didn't die in active duty, but they died of Agent Orange, um, where they just recently died of cancer, um, and we definitely uh, serve those widows. I mean, we serve all military widows. It was funny, when I started the nonprofit, I said for the new generation of military widows, but once I started having Vietnam or Gulf War widows reach out, I was like, you know, it's for all widows. Um, and, yeah, we definitely have all of them reach out, and the programs and the retreats are totally available and free of charge for each one of them as well. Well, that's great because, uh, you know, there's so many of those individuals, uh, like you've just mentioned, and and our veteran population today is an aging population with disabilities. I mean, we've got World War II veterans that are 90-plus, even 100 years of age. Our Korean War veterans now, mid-80s up into the 90s, some beyond that. And, of course, uh, Vietnam veterans that make up the greatest portion of our, our veteran population now, about 63% of the uh, about 21 million uh, uh, veterans today. So, uh, you know, uh, there's always going to be a need for the service that, uh, that uh, you're providing uh, through the American Widows Project. And with services such as that, Taryn, uh, you need support, whether it's financial support, volunteers, Talk to us about that. How? Uh, uh, what's your experience with that? You know, when my husband was killed, um, one of the financial benefits I got was something the military called a death gratuity. It's a very harsh name, but they, it was around a hundred thousand dollars. And that's uh, I took that money because I didn't really want it. <laughs> I started the American Widow Project with it, and so since I knew that I was taking the money that I was given on behalf of my husband's death, I became so very mindful of how every cent was spent. And I realized how much could be done with so little. And then I just became a squirrel. You know, we didn't have any paid employees, I think, until we hit around the seven-year mark. And um, it wasn't even me. I think it was my assistant who stuffs the welcome packs for the widows, you know. But we we know that um, we didn't want to create a nonprofit that if, you know, we didn't get any donations 
um, that our programs wouldn't be available to the women all of a sudden. So I was a squirrel and, and saved up every little cent we could. And, um, you know, to this day, I mean, the main reason that we're here are just individual donors, someone that will find us on Facebook or someone that will hear a radio piece like this and just say, hey, can I donate my house for a retreat? Or, hey, can I sponsor five widows to go to another retreat? And, um, you know, with an organization that's small, that has such a huge impact. So, of course, monetary donations um, are amazingly beneficial to us. But I always tell people, if you don't have money, um, you know, go onto our website and read a story. At least um, gift yourself the knowledge of these amazing women on the other side of the sacrifice that we sometimes forget about. All right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, Taryn. Um, it was a pleasure having you on our show today. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing, Taryn? Um, I would just want to share with them how grateful I am for people like y'all, you know, that gives people like me the opportunity to have a platform to share these these causes of love. You know, I, I started this because of my love for my husband that continues on to this day. And, um, because of the inspiring women and men that I've been able to meet. And I thank y'all for being here and, and giving me this opportunity. And thank the listeners for listening. So, yeah, that's my last little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks a lot again. Uh, Bill? Well, Taryn, uh, uh, thank you for your service and your continued service to a project such as this. It, it is so important, and it's nice to know uh, for all of our listening uh, audience here, uh, Gary didn't mention to you, but uh, we, we were heard in every state in the country and uh, in about 98 countries around the world. So uh, people are hearing you live, and they can listen, uh, record it, and go to our archive. So it is it. Uh, you know, it, th- these are now uh, uh, spouses of uh, veterans who continue to support spouses. You're doing an outstanding job, and thank you very much for taking the time to be with us on our show today. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all. Thank you, Taryn. And thanks to all our listeners. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host, Bill, and our guest, Taryn Davis. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, you're Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 